because I've been out and about throughout this whole process, everyone's gone from being really, really fearful, giving you real wide berth, not wanting you in the house, um, almost following you around and, you know, anti-backing and disinfecting as you go. Um, to now when you go to the shops, it's like there's, there's no issue. There's nothing. Welcome to the Simplified Marketing Podcast. Straight talking ideas to grow your business. Hello and welcome to the Simplified Marketing Podcast, the show that aims to help you grow your business. Now, as always, the team, the Avengers, have assembled. Um, my name's John Lawley and I'm your web wizard. My name's Andrew Black and I help trades get off the tools. And I'm Georgia and I'm your brand guardian. So today's topic is all about, because we're recording this on the 15th of June 2020, it's all meant to be back to work today. The shops are meant to be opening. Everything else is meant to be opening up after the pandemic. So, guys, how are we feeling about this? <laughs> Andrew Stunned stun silence. I mean, you know. <laughs> I saw a video earlier online, and it was basically of a grown adult throwing a temper tantrum about the fact he had to go back to work. So it does feel a little bit, Oh, I'm just about to go into year 10, start year 10, start my GCSEs, and it's the first day back. That's how it feels. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go and throw that tantrum myself now, I think. <laughs> A bit like after the school holidays when you forget how to write. That's it. Everything. I mean, people have forgotten how to drive. They've forgotten how to talk to each other. They've forgotten how to queue properly, and there, there is still a risk of infection. It's 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 weird. It's strange. No one's quite right. No one can sort of manage a full conversation. It's very very strange how it is out there. But for some people, it looks like nothing's ever changed. You know, some people have just managed it. Some people look great in it. Um, the roads are busy now. Everything is getting a little bit madder as it goes on. But what's interesting is seeing the emotional effect on different people and different trades, different businesses, different industries, I think is actually a better description because obviously hospitality haven't gone back. Some of the legal guys and IT people were really, really busy. You as you guys as creatives were busy. I've been busy throughout both on the tools and off the tools. So it's almost like we're staggering the different industries to go back and then we'll see what the overall remains or the overall effect is on each industry as things start to level out. But what about the differences? So as a tradesperson, Andrew, you have been throughout the pandemic, throughout the lockdown, you've been having to go into people's houses to help them out as a key worker. So what, would that, what was that experience like at the beginning versus now, three months down the line? There was a lot of fear and a lot of uncertainty and people just didn't want you in the house unless there was, you know, a, a leak, a massive emergency problem or no heating, no hot water. Um, as time's gone on, it's almost like customers are back hovering over your shoulders, watching where you are um, and really sort of following you around. Like just overnight, it sort of stopped. And it's, it's not because of any guidance externally. It's almost like people have just got into this habit or routine themselves or they've been so sort of penned in that now they're kind of sort of almost making their own decision that no I'm not going to get infected so I'm absolutely fine it's it's really weird and then you'll get the occasional sort of older person who's maybe in that risk category that is like oh do you mind putting the gloves and the mask on did you bring all that and it's like yeah, yeah absolutely I was just introducing myself without the mask on so I don't look like Bane or anything like that <laughs> then put the mask on and obviously go and do the work it's, it's been a real kind of change in trends and a change of behaviours as time's gone on. Um, but now I'd say 95% of the people that we're going out to are 
not really kind of respecting the social distancing, to be perfectly honest with you, and are just grateful to have somebody to talk to. So have we got, I mean, I, I had a weird conversation with my mum, I think, a couple of weeks ago, and she was looking a bit down, and it was just like, yeah, it's just gone on too long now. As in, <laughs> I've got a little bit bored of this whole situation. Um, I wish it was over a lot quicker. So, you know, are we all now rushing down to be in that queue outside Primark? Hell no. <laughs> Unlike Andrew, um, my life's been very, very different. I've, I've left the house about four times since March, and I'll be completely honest with you, I don't really have any intention to leave anytime soon. So I was really curious to know what was going to happen today in terms of, okay, all the shops are opening. Is it going to be everyone's going to rush out and, and start spending their money because they feel they've not been doing so for the last few months and they're kind of getting that impulsive, I want to go back to some normality? Or is it going to be everyone is still quite terrified and staying at home? So the headlines that have been going on today in, in some of the shops has quite surprised me, if I'm honest, because I didn't quite think that was going to happen first day back. This is not sort of like the Boxing Day sales, is it? It's quite a different um, <laughs> time period that we're in. So. Um, it's certainly been an eye-opener in that sense. And from a business perspective, I know I've told you guys, like the last couple of months have been absolutely nuts. Um, like been inundated with inquiries, taking on loads and loads of work. And it's almost like someone has suddenly come along and it's just gone zhup, and we're suddenly right back to being normal again because everyone has gone back to work now. And obviously now their focus isn't so much on right, what can I do in my marketing? It's kind of like, right, let me get the jobs done. Let me get out there now. So there's some less conversations as of the last week. It's been quite such a massive contrast, actually. You could just see where it's almost happened, like to the day. Which just proves, you know, kind of in that experiment by itself that everyone's gone from having time to focus on the important rather than the urgent. Everybody's gone back and rushed out the minute that they could, which has kind of just proved that we've learned absolutely nothing from this experience be a small percentage of people that have and hopefully they'll implement the new lessons and the new behaviors or the new insights that they've had during this time and how it's affected them but if you look at the masses and the behavior of the the public or the behavior of even the people that we work with it's there was always this talk of getting back to normal getting back to normal it was like well I don't necessarily want it to be back to normal you want your freedom back and you certainly want to be able to go on holiday and you certainly want to see your friends and, and so on and so forth. But there were a lot of things that were wrong with the way we were doing things. And for me, rushing back to normal so you can queue for four hours or three hours or whatever the wait time was outside Primark of all places, I just mm -hmm. don't understand it. All right, Ikea. I think they opened up as well, didn't they? So, you know, get, so get your uh, cheap um, furniture and your cheap clothing all in one hit. I mean, woo. <laughs> uh, but I mean, that is, I think it's, this is quite a fascinating thing, isn't it? Because you were talking there about the having to get the urgent versus the um, essential things done. And um, are, are we just going to lose all of this? Because, you know, we've worked with various different businesses who have been preparing and having to put something out there in order to be able to make some sort of sales and get their, get their message across throughout lockdown. Are they just going to forget all those messages now? Or are we just going to go straight back to where we were and, and not doing things properly? Or are people, have people now got th certain things ingrained in the last three months? Are we going to carry on through and hit, hit things harder? I really hope so, because this obviously was a big shock to everyone's system. And I think for a lot of businesses and companies, it was an eye opener for everything they didn't have in place. And it was like, oh, my God, suddenly I'm invisible. I don't have a website. I don't have any social media. I don't have this. I don't have that panic. Talking to people like you, John, talking to people like me. 
Um, and I can only hope that people have then learned from that because of, you know, in some of the previous podcasts where we've discussed, you know, a potential, a second coming almost of what, you know, some of the reports that are happening. But I do wonder if, kind of like Andrew was saying, where everyone's sort of jumping back into the shops and almost forgetting what's gone on and just trying to grab normality again. I really hope businesses don't forget that as well. Um, and I'm not speaking from a selfish point of view as in, you know, because that, that's our line of work, but you want them to be in a much better place so that their business is is in a space that it can still function in, in one way or another should we go through this again. So I, I really do hope that it has sunk in with some businesses that they need to review and, and make some changes in their in their business or in their marketing um, and not to leave it until something like this may happen again. Well, look, perhaps I was being a little bit unkind on the human race. Perhaps it was just that little bit of fear of missing out. And so everybody is um, rushed out in order to kind of you know, get that get that over with, and and perhaps as the retail industry sort of levels out over the next week, we'll we'll see. I think throughout though, as long if you're in a, a group of people or you're working with um, your web designer, your brand uh, guardian, your coach, or whoever it might be, there's always going to be be someone keeping you accountable, regardless. So regardless of what's going on externally, what's going on within the family, what's happening, there's always going to be that person to try and help you prioritize the order of things, which, which, as we said, John, is about, right, now it already feels like there's this urgent need to get out there. This will hopefully just taper off as the week goes on. and People will come back to getting that balance of the urgent and the important or the urgent and the essential. We'll have to wait and see. I, I hope that does happen, and I hope a lot of people use this. I mean, a couple of the trades guys that I've spoken to genuinely was even speaking slower was speaking slower, was more calm, wasn't as stressed, had worked out new ways to do their quotations, was following up more effectively, had really reviewed their sales process, really reviewed their follow-up procedures, and were converting more work as a result during the pandemic, during the sort of major lockdown. And then them doing that method not only increased sales, but also gave them back more time. And it's kind of like, well, I'm going to remind you of that you know, if I see you sort of going back to that headless chicken running around, got to get another quote, got to get there, got to get there, got to get there. It just, you know, it just doesn't make any sense. So let's just hope, let's hope that people do learn the lessons and let's hope there's people like us to try and keep our clients in check and just make them remember the, where we were and where we want them to be. Well, two months ago, um, if we think back in March, I think when everything broke out, how everyone rushed out and it was insane. You couldn't buy a toilet roll or pasta. Um, and and within, a, within a matter of weeks, suddenly I'm walking around Tesco's and I'm like, oh, there's there's some toilet roll here. There were no eggs, but there was some toilet roll. So people sort of got over that kind of fear factor and changed their ways. I wonder if this being the first day and this first week where shops are open again, it's that kind of excitement and, oh, I've been wanting to do this. Give it a week or two and everyone is just back to, okay, that we're over yeah. that now. That is a, yeah, that's a really good point. I, I, I agree with that because I think, yeah, if you, if you hold up and you're locked up for a bit, you want to get out, don't you? And you want to do all those different experiences that you had before that you couldn't do for two or three months. And therefore, it's the excitement of getting out of the house again. So that might, that might die off, especially if we start to have a second peak <laughs> that starts to come up. Because let's think about it. You know, we've had protests weekend just passed we've had protests the weekend before that then everyone goes back to the different shops so give it two to three weeks 
you know, who knows what is actually going to happen? Is it all going to go back to normal? Or are we actually going to be in a lockdown situation again in, say, a month's time when things start to get really bad again? Who knows? Um, but all those different people that we've helped, um, especially, you know, people in the fitness world who now have a new source of income from training online, are people going to forget that? Or is that going to something that's going to continue for a while, keep get people fit during the summer? They're going to continue doing that because of the ease of use. Are we going to be doing more of our meetings, continue to do more of our meetings online? Are we going to see that, you know, we don't have to be necessarily local to a certain geographical area because we are actually quite well connected and we can do business with people in Scotland, <laughs> in Yorkshire, <gasps> um, or even, you know, across the Atlantic or across the Pacific and places like that? Oh, for sure. Like, um, well, John, you know very well, you helped me uh, with a, a very good client of mine the last couple of weeks who um, is in the fitness industry and has just taken his business online. And he's now generating the best part of a thousand pounds a month from just doing um, some online workouts that he's built up an audience for. Um, and how amazing is that? Look, he's just set up a, a whole different sector of the business now that is completely scalable because he is just one gentleman. So before all this, it was his time for money. That's what he was exchanging. He's going to the homes. You can only be at one person's house at any one time. Now he's got a business that he can grow exponentially. Like if he puts all the work and effort in, um, I don't feel he'll want to be going backwards anytime soon. And if I'm honest with people in the fitness industry, I'm, um, a bit of a fitness freak. I've got a lot of friends that are too. None of us are jumping at the chance to go back into the gym. We all want to exercise and we all want to be fit, but we are really not wanting to renew our memberships. We're looking at all cancelling loads and loads of us just because we just don't feel comfortable um, anymore. So I think there's a lot of industries where people's eyes have been opened to sadly what's been going on. And we're all thinking differently as clients as well. Um, so business owners need to take that into account and I, I guess look for where the new markets are as well um, and the, all the possibilities that are open now that they didn't even think about before. The fitness side is a really good example because I think a lot of trainers get into that habit of, well, not even a habit, it's just it becomes time for money. So you either work longer and or put your prices up. And I think a lot of the guys didn't always have the time or the tools to take their stuff online and during this process, during this pandemic, sorry, they've had the time to kind of put, put that into play. I spoke to a couple of people that work at different gyms and it looks like even the big 24-hour gyms are going to be removing, you know, 50% of their equipment in order to maintain the social distancing. And what used to have 24-hour access will be you've got a book a time slot. So the, the issue you've got there is even if they're trying to manage risk and from a consumer point of view, actually, we don't want to put ourselves at risk. Why would we? Um, the actual experience of going to the gym or what made it good, it was 24 hours. I could go whenever I wanted. I was a member of 55 different gyms across South England. You know, that made sense. So I think the way of training, especially for that industry, is it has changed and will change long term. And you've seen, I mean, I get so many sort of, it just shows you how many different fitness people I follow. I get all the alerts from sort of 6.30 a.m., 7, 7.30. All of them are going online and doing, you know, live fitness sessions. And here I am sitting in, sitting in my office with a cup of tea going, oh, guys, looking looking great, looking well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tom tomorrow, tomorrow, like, like, there you go. You can have a like, that's it. <laughs> oh, I love that. Amazing. So what, okay, well, what new skills have we all learned then? 
in the last three months while being confined Georgia I've learned actually to be a bit more brave in my own business as well and um to to learn to value time sitting in a car and going and visiting clients and taking an hour and a half to get somewhere and an hour and a half to get back is not a, a good use of my business day when there's eight hours in a business day and then I normally add another six after that when I'm at home working on the laptop um it's just actually reviewing everything and just being like do you know what if everyone else has, has learned how to use the likes of Zooms and the FaceTimes and everything else, to be more efficient, to have sort of first meetings, not to say that I'll never visit a client again, but actually in the first instances when I'm finding out if the client's right for me and if I'm right for the client, to not have to necessarily go out and travel everywhere and be like a headless chicken, to just refine my process, which I'm sure Andrew's got loads and loads of advice on that. But I think that's been my biggest eye-opener and my, my biggest learning from this. I completely agree with that. I think, yeah, the travelling around to get to various different places isn't, isn't really required, is it? Um, even some different online meetings aren't required. So I, I think is that, that's the, the ultra-fine point of that. Um, knowing when to say no to do various different meetings and where your time is going to be spent best and where there's actually, if you're going to have a meeting, and I'm sure Andrew will be able to uh, come up, give us more points on this, on both things, but um, actually making it a valuable meeting by having an end goal for that meeting. I think, first of all, definitely the time. The time, whatever you're, even if you're a trade, you could do a lot of those quotations online on FaceTime you can even help certain customers in like the heating profession, for example. It might be something simple like hitting a reset button or topping up a system, which the user can do. So you can help the customer out, possibly get an online review from doing that um, and save that customer and improve the way they think, think and feel about your business. So certainly time. But what this whole thing has done for me is it's just made me stop. It's hit the reset button on what's important and what isn't. What's a priority and what isn't, what I should be focusing my time on and what is a waste of time. And to kind of bring that back to what you guys were saying about meetings, it's like, okay, yeah, we'll just meet online. But where we're doing a lot of the BNI, a lot of the networking, I'm now getting to a point where I don't want to do a one-to-one with someone unless there is a, a specific agenda. And whether that's in the power team or whether that's a, a one-to-one, um, I want that specific agenda because I want to know what the other person wants to get out of this time that we have with each other. Because I'm at home, we've got this time, we can do anything you want. I don't want to talk about how bad the pandemic is. It's bad. It's boring. You know what I mean? We're all in it. So how can I help your business? What do you need from me? Um, and I'm quite direct like that. I think at the beginning of this whole, whole um, experience, if you like, um, it was a lot different and it was a lot of kind of listening and understanding and being sympathetic to how different people felt. But now it's a case of let's get on with it. We've got to get back to business. We've got to get... Um, focused on what we want for ourselves and having had that time to reset means that well actually I don't want to be as stressed out as I used to be I used to measure my kind of busyness or measure my success in how stressed I was so when I talked about the urgent versus the important earlier if I didn't have 400 notifications on my phone three three thousand emails and a load of people to call back I wasn't busy I was a busy fool you know, and there's a lot of trades guys that you'll probably speak to that are trying to wear so many hats within their business and not prioritizing or choosing what's important for them. And as I say, having this reset, please, you know, if we can take anything from this, okay, get get over yourselves, go to Primark today, and then tomorrow, 
please, whatever <laughs> lessons you've learned from this entire thing, <laughs> it's time to kind of implement them and not go back to being that stressed out version of yourself that wasn't happy and reached out for help in the first place. Wear that uh. dress. Wear that dress. <laughs> Wear it once. Get back on the bike. I like it. Thank you very much. Well, thank you very much for uh, listening or thank you very much for watching whichever you've been doing. Because remember, you can now see us on YouTube. You can watch us on Vimeo and you can listen to us on Google uh, Podcasts and also on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. Um, and you can also find out more about us at marketingsimplified.co.uk. If you'd like to get involved with the show, then drop us a line at hello at marketingsimplified.co.uk. So until next time, we'll see you soon. That's all for this time. But don't worry, we'll be back with more soon. Stay tuned for new episodes at marketingsimplified.co.uk.